Yeah! All right. That's a great way to get it started, and I still think it's a fair question, right? That uh, yeah. where, Where's the math homework? And I, I know this, too. I don't want to go to that high school. That seems like a high school where there's a, a little bit too much going on for me. I just like to go to practice, go to mm-hmm. Spanish, and then call it a day. That's uh, that's kind of that's my kind of high school, you know. There's just no rules. <laughs> yeah. Whatever goes goes. Let the people, let the students police themselves. That's my kind of high school. <laughs> you you want Thunderdome in local <laughs> high schools? You 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 know, three men enter, one man leave, right? Listen, that's how we're gonna do it here. You know me well enough. Listeners know me well enough. I, I just don't take any of that crap. You know what I no. mean, Trev? Who wants this? I'll take it in the face. That's how you roll, right? <laughs> you want the action right out of the gate. Are you as excited uh, yeah, as I am like this that. morning, Al? Because it's a pretty, it's a pretty exciting day. Okay. Wait, do you, open, I mean, were you, the okay, go championship. Ahead. It's the they're they're playing one of the final major of the year is being contested right now at Royal Saint something or other on the other side of the pond, and a bunch of guys that you've never heard at are competing in a golf tournament that people tell me is important. You got me kind of worried there for a second because when you set it up like that, I'm like, Al, do your freaking homework. You don't know what's going on. I, did I miss something? Yeah, did the, 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 the Lakers Dodgers don't play tomorrow, right? Uh, <laughs> did Eldon Campbell get elected yeah. to the Hall of Fame? Something yeah. like that. Something you know, the, like that. It's one of those things. Like I, you know me, I love golf and I like yep. watching. I love the Masters. I, the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open's really fun. I, the PGA is underrated, but usually a really, really fun tournament to watch. This is the one that. I get it that it's important, but it looks like it's being played in the middle of a cow pasture somewhere that uh, they just decided to go start hitting some shots around. I just do not understand the appeal of this particular tournament. So there you go. There's your British Open update for the day. And by the way, when did we stop calling it the British Open and start calling it the Open Championship? I don't like that either. It's like changing the name of Wimbledon. Instead of, you know, we're not going to call it Wimbledon anymore. We're just going to call it the Open thing of tennis over there. Is this like uh, is this for you? Is what maybe the NBA summer league is to me? Where I'm like, okay, everybody, (laughs) I need some time to myself right now. It's pretty good. Although I think I'd rather watch the NBA summer league at this point. At least that's in Vegas. Hornets uh, and the Raptors are about to tip off. Just everybody, take a second here. Raptors signed this guy out of the G League last year, who was averaging five and six, and I really think he's got a chance to be their eleventh guy. I really think that might happen. I'm going to so. go on a hot take. He could average eight this year. He could average eight this year. <laughs> yeah. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I got, so, a, I got a question for you. Yeah. Quick question for you. Sure. So yesterday, you put up a photo on Twitter. And <laughs> yeah, it's, right. a, it's a selfie. It is. But it's not a selfie as if, you know, you're standing there trying to take a photo. for. It's you in the center, but in the background, you're trying to explain kind of an old stomping ground <laughs> And you did some kind of a, from what I understood, did, was it the burrito first or the sandwich first? What was it? Something like that it's you said? Bur- burrito, then the sub. Yes. But I didn't do that yesterday. But uh, I was back. I, I'm on the road for a couple of days. So yeah. I'm doing the show from the road. Um, and I went to a place that I used to go to when I was a college student. And mm-hmm. it's a story that I've told before on the air. Um, and I took a picture of it. So somebody on Twitter, it got a lot of responses, which was kind of fun. But somebody described the actual photo itself as, this is the most dad tries to take a selfie picture ever. Because I, but I wasn't How, how many did you have? To, just honest question here. Did you take a couple? No, I took one. 
Look, that's, because uh, <laughs> I respect that so yeah, much. I, I respect one. that so much. Because all I needed, because I, 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 well, that's not true. I took two because the first one I took didn't have me in it. It was just a picture of the intersection, of the right? spot. Yep. And then I'm figuring, well, this could be bogus because I could just, mm-hmm. I could just find the picture on the internet. I didn't need to, you know, I could do, but I wanted. So I'm like, you know what? I turned it around and took a picture of myself there because I wanted to show. And then they said it's the most dad. So, and Emily, I saw you nodding your head right there. Why? Why does that qualify? I mean. I am a dad, and it was a selfie. So by definition, Emily, why are you going selfie. at Travis? Why are you but going why, at Travis? Why, like why, that? Is, why does that qualify? It's because I've seen my own dad do the same. It's it's the it's the. <laughs> but what makes it's, it it's, that? It's the angle. Like you okay. hold your hands up a little too high. Well, and it's because I got six chins. I no, want to eliminate I, some chins. I understand <laughs> why, but that's also what my dad would do. And one thing is too, it's like it's like the non-expression too. Like you're not oh, like yeah. really like but the non-expression. Having a smile. I like. It's it's, it's yeah. almost as if you're just trying to hold up your phone and you're just like looking at it like you're trying to read something on your phone rather than actually taking the picture part of me thinks that part, the photo also has a little bit of you didn't know you took a photo like you just <laughs> no I wasn't quite you're sure you're not sure that I the photo came sure. <laughs> I, I don't even know if you realized that the camera was facing you I, for all I know you could have been taking a photo forward and just it, it ended up enough. being it, close <laughs> enough and what, I, and what I picture too is like this is also happens with my dad my dad wants to take a photo and like me and my sisters are like no 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 we don't want to take a photo so he's like okay he'll take the photo and we're just embarrassed watching him behind our head our heads covered at the same that's time right. that's 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 good dadding right there that's how so you're supposed to I, do that. i'm still not sure what the subject here says this is intersection where a sub chased a monster burrito uh-huh. hashtag memories without without me even knowing what the hell you're talking about my response uh-huh. is where legends are made and i have <laughs> and i have in my head what happened but i don't think i'm right at all well remember when we were first getting started with this show and i said yeah. you know i'm not quite ready to tell you what's in my burrito it feels a little yep. personal remember that yeah yeah it's probably how I, long I, ago was that it's five months six months something like yeah. that um, I, I think we've gotten to the point where I can share the origin of that story. I'm not quite ready to do it yet because I kind of yeah. want you to try to figure out what it sure. means exactly. Well, let me tell knowing. you something. Okay. The guy that didn't want to share something personal with me, I'm no longer interested. Okay, You could, <laughs> you could keep that freaking story for yourself. I'm good. Perfect. There you gotta you go. wait so, five months. See, look, w- we are becoming fast friends because the second you tell me you're not interested, <laughs> it means I like you that much more. Because I, the, you're not interested makes me like you. Good. Now I don't have to tell it. Now we're they're all set all right. to go. All right. So we got the NBA Finals last night. Um, so I I think I. I changed the order of the universe last night. Here's what happened. I texted you and Emily and Funches in the group. Mm-hmm. I said, I think this is the worst basketball game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and it was. Through the first three quarters and change, it was boring. It was low scoring. There weren't any of those, holy smoke, did you see that moments? It was just kind of a, a random TNT, NBA TV, you know, Tuesday night game between the Suns and the Bucks that you could have easily skipped. And then all of a sudden, about five, six minutes to go, maybe a little bit more, maybe seven or eight minutes in the fourth quarter, it turned into an NBA Finals game. The intensity went through the roof. There was incredibly exciting. The star players, namely Booker, Middleton, and Ante Tacumpo, just went off. It was really good for about five or five or ten minutes. All right, I'm, I can't find the I can't find the tweet. I actually really liked what you said, and I can't find it. I'm still looking here. Um, you said something basically that it was the most boring game or something like that. I said, I can't wait to watch the replay. <laughs> That's right. That, it was something along those lines. Okay. Um, you know, did we kind of, did we accidentally get a good matchup 
Does that make sense, Trav? Like, uh-huh. did we accidentally – all we've talked about in the NBA Finals or NBA playoffs so far is all the injuries, right? The Phoenix Suns are not the best team in the Western Conference. You could say they're the healthiest team in the Western Conference, and that's why they're sitting where they are. Kawhi was out. AD missed significant time in the series. Uh, what, 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 um, Jamal Murray. Okay. They're not the best team. Well, the path for the Milwaukee Bucks was kind of similar in the sense that you played the Brooklyn Nets. Nobody expected you to beat the Brooklyn Nets unless their big three were not healthy. That happened to be the case they got there. Could we have fallen into this is the second tier of the NBA, right? This is not the upper echelon, the best teams in the NBA, the second tier. But it's actually a really good matchup that that both these teams are on the same level. So I say that because when you're saying yesterday – Six minutes left to go. Devin Booker checks back in because he had five fouls and had to, um, you know, had to sit for I don't know six minutes, whatever it was. Right. And we basically have a tie game in the last six minutes, kind of back and forth. I think we backed into a really good matchup because of the scenario that happened in the NBA. Because these are both second tier teams. Sometimes, unfortunately, you get one team that's. A, can I give you an example? Yeah. Cleveland and Golden State, those championship runs that they had. Yep. Remember that finals where Cleveland was just beat up? Kyrie was out. Kevin Love was out. Okay, the series was over. Yeah. Toronto and the Golden State Warriors, that's not going to be a series unless Kevin Durant wasn't healthy, Klay Thompson wasn't healthy, and then all of a sudden we had a series. It, 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 was, it wasn't really a series. Toronto obviously had the clear advantage there. This one might be one of those where it's a series simply because of the scenarios that none of us liked kind of fell into this is a good matchup because they're on the same level. Yeah, I, I, I hear you, but this is also why I had no interest in it to begin with. It, look, you can put together two you know, soft frosh teams that are evenly matched. It doesn't make it good. You know, They might be equally skilled or lack thereof, but it doesn't make it great basketball or great TV. The, last night, y- yes, they've been evenly matched because, I mean, we talked about it before, the, the two regular season games between these two teams, Phoenix won them both, but I think they were both by two points. You know, mm-hmm. they were both really close games. Right, right, right. Um, but they weren't great games. They weren't memorable games. In the first three games, you know, Phoenix wins by 10, Phoenix wins by 10, Milwaukee wins by 10. They're, they're really not very good games, even though we have a two wins. Last night, the last six minutes, that was fun. And we got the signature moment, right? And, and this may be one of those things that we talk about a year from now, five years from now, because we all remember these signature moments, right? You remember Dr. J going up and under the hoop with the layup, right? Yep. You remember Michael Jordan changing hands in midair. You remember mm-hmm. those kind of, of course, LeBron. Still don't know why he changed hands in midair. Because he, he's Michael Jordan. I still don't understand. It, and I, that I, way you get Marv going, a spectacular move by I Michael Jordan. I watched it 100 times. I'm like, <laughs> Michael, just finish with your right. What, what's the point of going up with your left? Pretty cool. He did have seven seconds in the air to decide what to do. He was up there for a while. He got maybe his hand fell asleep. Maybe his right now looking you sit on the couch wrong and your your. By the way, is that I got to put it in the left hand? I'll I'll go over there. Maybe it was that. Is that not a bitter Laker fan? Because every time I see that highlight, just finish with your right. Just finish with your right. You have plenty. There's plenty of room there. Just finish with your right. My, even when Michael was beating the Lakers back then, there was still that moment of, oh, boy, look at this dude. You know what I mean? And that, that, that's kind of what's missing from this. There isn't an, oh, boy, look at this dude, until last night when Giannis blocked Aiton. Because I, I've, I've watched it 50 times by now. Mm-hmm. I, my, I was watching the game with my dad last night. Unbelievable and, play. And we, yep. we must have watched that play 10, 15 times. Like, wait, yeah. how, how did he get over there? Because he had his back to the play. Mm-hmm. He takes one step with his back turned to Aiton. Mm-hmm. 
jumps off of one foot and meets him at, at the, the square top. of the backboard. Absolutely. At the top of the square mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and blocks the ball out of his hands. It was an extraordinary. Now, everybody needs to chill out on that's as good as LeBron blocking Udala. Stop. It wasn't that, but it was damn good. And it might be the signature moment of that series if the Bucks go on to win. By there we go. Isn't that funny? You know, we were talking about the last couple of days, comparisons, how quick we're uh, Devin Booker has 40. Compare him to Kobe. Relax. Mm-hmm. Just let it. Giannis has two good games. Um, this is as dominant as Shaquille O'Neal was. Relax. And then yesterday that Giannis play with, and like you said, right away people are trying to make comparisons to LeBron and Iguodala. Just leave the play alone. Leave that play alone all, on its own island. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a million things. And he was, yeah, there's a million things. Anyways, yeah. fan, fantastic ball, uh, block. But this is, Trav, two things happened yesterday. Forget Devin Booker's 40-plus. Forget Giannis. Or forget Chris Middleton's 40. He was great. Giannis's block, Chris Paul's kind of key turnover, key turnovers. A mm-hmm. um, little bit of a, you know, it, it, it took me back. When I'm watching Chris Paul at the end of that game, yes, and really the whole game because he wasn't good the entire game. Can I guess what you're going to say, Al? Did it remind yeah. you of when he blew it against OKC when he was with the Clippers? It reminded me of Chris Paul blowing it in a number of different games in his career. Yeah. Right? Like, it wasn't just that game in that moment. It could have been against Houston when they were up three games to one. It could have been, um, you know, there's a a few times that this has happened in Chris Paul's career, and that's as big of a moment as he's going to have. Trav, they were up nine points in the fourth quarter. Right. They were up nine in the fourth quarter. Devin Booker had 40-plus. All you need for Chris Paul to do is don't lose you the game, right? Like, don't don't have that key turnover or key mistake that can lose a game. Yesterday's loss, if you're the Phoenix Suns, you should be up three games to one. There's a very – I mean, they controlled that entire game. Chris Paul was the difference of them being up 3-1 or being tied 2-2. So I, I took that, – that, that came away a lot for me as yeah, well. Yeah, me, me too. That When he did that, I immediately went back to that OKC series where it felt like the Clippers had that series kind of locked in and that they were going to win it. And then all of a sudden, it just went in the other way because Chris Paul started making some crazy decisions. And, you know, we talk about Kobe. We've, we're talking about all these great players because yeah. we're trying to find the next great player, whether it's Booker, whether it's Antetokounmpo, whether it's Giannis or whoever it is. But – when Kobe got his hands on a moment like that, he never let it go. He might lose a game, but it, once he had a game in his sights, it very, very rarely slipped. LeBron was like that. Steph and KD were like that. Like once they had it, they had it. And that's not the case with Chris Paul. Chris Paul is not that guy. There's always that, you know, he may spit the bit right here. That happens every once in a while with Paul. Well, this is, this is the difference. The difference is this. Devin Booker yesterday had plays where I'm like, Freak Devin Booker it awesome. looked unstoppable. He's Doesn't awesome. matter. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, left hand, right hand. I mean, he had plays yesterday that were you win that game. You know, Devin Booker's a game away from winning the NBA Finals. You're talking about Devin Booker the way you might be talking about. Remember when Dwayne Wade won that Finals for the like? Yeah. That's that's the kind of things that 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 it brings up. But if you're Chris Paul, all you had to do yesterday was not have. An awful game. Just do not have – I don't think it's maybe 13 turnovers over the last three games, but 10 over the last two, something like Just don't lose the game. And that that's the reason why I emphasize that so much because Chris Paul can come back and have a solid game, five, and maybe they end up still winning the series. You know, And I'd still give them the edge because they have home court. But 
that was a freaking critical moment, a yeah, critical stage there where CP3 had a chance to um, kind of take over the game. Yeah, no, a- absolutely, and it's not the, the first time that we've seen it. And, and we'll see. He already has more turnovers in the finals than he had in the entire Western Conference finals, and they've played you know two fewer games. So that, that tells you how he's playing at this point. All right. Some other things going on in the NBA Finals last night. We we need to fix the broadcast because the not, the guys are doing a good job, but the audio needs to be uh, tightened up a little bit. Plus, I want to talk about how you can tackle a guy who's going up for a layup and it's not a foul. That uh, seems to Didn't be something see it. that needs to be Never addressed. Saw it. We'll get into that. It's Travis and Slee at 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yeah, I don't know if we'll get uh, messy today, Al. He didn't do anything last night, although that picture of him with the uh, the trophy from Copa America apparently is the most liked sports trophy or most liked sports photograph in the history of Instagram. So that's that's a cool thing to have. What do you have, like 20 million or something like that? Yeah, that's amazing. More, more than my selfie from uh, the intersection in Isla Vista yesterday. Just a few more. And um, by the way, so yeah. can, I re- can I read one real quick? Sure. So Anthony writes, Emily is right. You're either trying to read something or you're making sure you got the whole intersection in the shot. Okay, so it's the second thing. What basically, of course, what it's the intersection. Yeah. What, what, you, you know, like when you watch a movie, and, and I like to think of a movie more than it happens in real life. You know, like when they have a hostage and they make them hold up to that today's newspaper in the shot next to them so they can prove yeah, that the they're date. still alive. Right, <laughs> right. Right. Like it's here's today's paper. He's yep. still alive. Don't don't make me do this. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. That was the, the my face was the newspaper for the shot. I, I had it set up so I look. I'm actually here. This is not stock footage, so I can tell an old story. I was back. That's all. Your it was. your face to me says this is where I am. Don't freaking mess with me, and I don't care what you think of this selfie. That's what that's what that face tells me. So the picture we were I was uh, uh, just off of campus at UCSB yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, getting something to eat, and I went to a place that I, I really really liked and, and liked then and. I've never felt so old in my life walking mm-hmm. into that place that I'm looking around everybody. The, 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 they're, they're, the kids that are there are younger than my own kids. Mm-hmm. It, it was a very sobering moment. Like, dude, you are they're, – they're looking at you me You should have like, went back. Who is you should, this old man? You should have went back to your uh, old frat house and just kind of told stories. You know, just <laughs> hey, been like – what's up, fellas? Do you guys know who I am? Do you know who I am? You are should. You here, are you here to fix the TV? Like why? Why are you here? What, what, Class of ninety. <laughs> heard him? Heard of me? I, I don't even know if that makes any sense. All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, which brings us to another tweet from a Gfish uh, twenty one who says, "How many points did Devin Booker have after his seventh foul?" And it's a good question because Slee, take me through this. Yeah. How how does that call? I'll not tell you. Get made last night. You ready? Because Booker tackled Holiday, and it was a no call. Okay. Let's not let's not get a little dramatic here and say Booker tackled. He did. Or Both he hands did around tackle. the waist. Okay. Is it a foul? No question about it's a foul. You know why they didn't call the foul? Because he had five fouls. That's that's it. There's no other there's no other reason. It's it's as simple as that. If let me let me put it this way. If um uh, trying to think here if if Mikhail Bridges that that foul is getting called. Right? Yeah. If yeah. if it's that's PJ Tucker 
he's getting called for a foul. Anybody Devin Booker, Giannis, Booker, and and Middleton, Devin Booker maybe? had five fouls. It was on a fast break. Uh, which, by the way, ball on the hand was okay, but he literally pulled him with his left hand or whatever. Like it was, he had it was his a, right hand around his uh-huh. shoulders and was like pulling him down. To well, the it, it looked it, like Aaron Donald. It actually almost looked like he was trying to commit a foul. Like he was <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to give up. Yeah. I don't want to give up. Uh, but that's why that foul wasn't called. Um, another quick question here: Matt on Twitter says. MJ said he switched to his left because he saw Sam Perkins and thought Perk might go for the block. That is the biggest BS I've ever heard if Jordan is trying to claim in the finals where he was in the air for 14.8 seconds and decided to go with his left hand. I don't want to hear it. I don't no, hear it. He, well, he had plenty of time to make up his mind. Up there. This, this, this wireless, no contract, no compromise. This probably goes with the same thing. I didn't want Devin Booker to foul out. So when they didn't call the foul, I was like, hey, play through. Wait, why are we going to foul? Isn't it, isn't, don't you find yourself doing this? I, I, when you're I, rooting for your team or you're rooting yeah. for somebody, you make 94 excuses why that shouldn't have been a foul? It, look, well, the ball was already released. I, mean, it's like, I, I like that they're trying to keep the best players in the game. I think that's probably what you should try to do. But that was one of those. It was a foul. Was so egregious. Yeah, it was a foul. It, it, it makes you realize that, okay, we're playing by two separate sets of rules. That Devin Booker, short of hitting somebody with a tire iron, was not going to get his sixth foul. They were they were not going to take him out of that game. But anyway, let's, uh, let's get to the Lakers here because you and I touched on it a little bit yesterday about the idea of Lonzo Ball maybe coming back. And there are some stories out there that the Lakers are looking for signing trade deals for Dennis Schroeder. Um, that the Lakers may be interested in bringing uh, Lonzo back, that maybe Kyle Kuzma is being shopped. There's a lot of stuff going on in Lakerland right now. Let's start with the Lonzo piece, because you and I kind of come to the same conclusion that neither yeah. one of us want to see him come back, but for different reasons. I just don't want him here because I don't think he's very good. You think he's pretty good. You just think he's a bad fit. Yeah, I mean, listen, this kind of falls into the category of look at all these players. I mean, I, if, if the Lakers had an opportunity, this is just my opinion, right? If the Lakers had an op- opportunity to trade Kuzma and go get a vet, go get somebody that's been in the league for 10-plus years, that knows their role, that you feel like can be a little bit more consistent on this team, well, I would take away the potential of what Kuzma can be and get something that has less potential, but I know what I'm getting over the next couple of years. I'm going to now go to the Lonzo piece. Lonzo Ball is a nice player. Like I, I actually like the way Lonzo Ball plays basketball. I just don't think Lonzo Ball, at this stage of his career, where the Lakers are and trying to win an NBA championship, would be a good fit for the Lakers. Um, I even put Dennis Schroeder into that. If Okay, if Dennis Schroeder wants to go out and make $100, $125 million, and the Lakers go do some type of sign-in trade, and they get somebody that's more of a veteran, that you know, more established player in the league that has a lot of playoff experience and everything else, I think that's the strategy the Lakers have to take. Trav, this isn't four years ago where you're just trying to build with all these young players. For me, I'm kind of at a point with the Lakers where go get as many vets as you can. Put this two-year window together and see if you get one more over LeBron's next two years. Yeah, so here's what it is. The Lakers are in Rams mode. you got to win right now. You, you, we, we, we cannot think about what's going to happen five years from now, two years from now. What might be, what, what, what might Lonzo Ball turn back into if we give him an opportunity to continue to develop? Uh-uh. No way, no how. Every season that the Lakers go into this for the foreseeable future, because we're talking about the LeBron James era, is we need to find somebody that can help LeBron James be LeBron James and win a championship right now, and that ain't Lonzo Ball. 
because to your point, Al, and I don't think of him as highly as you do, but I agree with what you're saying that what he does do well, the Lakers don't need that. What he does do well is he distributes the ball pretty well. He's he, he's 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 a willing defender, which they could probably use a little better bit of. better three point shooter than he was. But Be- he's a better mm-hmm. three point shooter than he was. But that, that I, I'm going to mm-hmm. need to see a little bit more of that before I buy into that. And it's a big difference making shots on a bad Pelicans team than it is making shots when if I pass you the ball, you better make it right. That's that's the role with the Lakers. I don't think that he fits in for them because LeBron's going to have the ball in his hands the whole time. LeBron is the playmaker. LeBron is the one who sees the floor. LeBron is the one who sets these things up. We need guys that do things that complement that. Lonzo, I don't think, does. So let's let, let's find something else. As far can as the I, Kuzma piece goes. Can I can I give you a quick example on the Lonzo? On sure. The, so, and I, listen, I, I don't know. They're, they're obviously – the one thing that could help the Lakers, there are some point guards available. Now, if Chris Paul opts out – Kyle Lowry is going to get a lot of money wherever he goes, I think, you know, for a short-term deal. Mike Conley is going to be available. Maybe he wants to go back to Utah. But, like, I'm not – without me describing any three of those actual players, Trav, they need a 30, 32, 33, 34-year-old. Like, you know, we're talking about this window of right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into any games this year talking about what Kuzma's potential could be in a couple of years. I don't want to go into any game saying that, man, Lonzo's got a great future ahead of him. I'm not saying don't think of the future. I'm just saying – and I think Rob Palenka's been it's, – it's, he's – He's been very patient with some of this stuff. And when I say he's been very patient with this stuff, this is what I mean. I, would you have been surprised if Kuzma was traded two years ago, a no. year ago? I wouldn't have been all. surprised. No. Okay, he's held on to him. He's held on to a lot of these kind of younger pieces, not a lot of them, but a couple to where they've still got some assets left, but I, I, I find it hard to believe coming into this next year after watching what the Lakers just went through that you don't put all the, the you know your poker chips at the center of the table and say, we're all in. All right, let's try a phone call here. Let's go to uh, Torrance and DeAndre. DeAndre, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on this morning? Hey, Travis and Slee, man. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I think you're right about Kuzma. However, Lonzo, you guys are completely wrong. I think Lonzo pushes the ball up the court. Like they said, they can move LeBron and AD from to the four and the five. LeBron power forward. AD to the to the center position. The key to the team is finding two wing shooters, two 40-plus percent wing shooters. Lonzo, Lonzo shoots about 38% to 40%. We're good. And we'll have a point guard that's 6'6", that can defend, that can guard younger guards that we, can't, that we don't need to hide, and we can have an elite defense. We just need two elite shooters on the wing. KCP could be one of them. I know he's inconsistent, but we do need another one that's consistent. What do you guys think? Appreciate okay. you calling DeAndre, in. Thanks yeah, for calling the, in. You, you bring up some good points, DeAndre. And, and here, here's the thing that if what you just described I thought was actually going to happen, I would be okay with You know how many times I've heard LeBron will play off the ball? LeBron will be the three or the four, and he'll go – it, we, we, I've heard it a dozen. They talked about it in Miami. They've talked about it when he went back to Cleveland with Kyrie. They've talked when about push it when comes to Cleveland. shove, he has the ball. Not even when push comes to shove, he has the ball in his hands. Yeah, the, 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 he has the ball in his hands every minute of every possession. It just seems that 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 that's what makes LeBron LeBron. Le, what makes him one of the great players of all time is because 
he is a facilitator. He does see the floor. He does pass. He has a great handle. He can shoot. And he happens to be built like a power forward. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's, it's the whole package. And when he says we just need a couple of lead shooters, couldn't agree more. That's, I think, what they need more than anything. I don't think that either of the guys that DeAndre suggested, KCP or Lonzo, fall into that category. I know Lonzo's percentage was up last season. I, I'm fine. The math is what it is. He made that. Making shots for the Lakers is different than making shots for the I was just going to say, that's why I have such a difficult time with this. You know, Trav, you know what I think of when I think of that position? Let, let me... At the end of the game, you know who you want in the game? You want Brian Shaw because you know the moment's not anything there. He's been in that position before. You want Derek Fisher. You know that I have all this playoff Danny experience. Green. I've been in this. Dan, use that as another example. You want guys that have been there, that have gone through those battles. Lonzo, you know, I said this yesterday to you, Trev. I want to see Lonzo in the right predicament and situation. I do. Like, I, I think there's value in what he does. I don't think it's what – let me give you an example. If Lonzo, end, Lonzo ended up with the Chicago Bulls, which, you know, they're one of the teams that would have some interest. Now you got Lonzo and Zach Levine. That dude doesn't have to worry about, I'm in the freaking playoffs, it's the Western Conference Finals, and there's, you know, a lot of pressure on me or on my shoulders, and I've never even been in this situation before. I just don't want to see players like that in this situation. That's why I, I lean more towards a vet. If the Lakers were rebuilding, if they're in this mode of, you know, just make it to the playoffs and you're, you're not expecting to win a championship, maybe the story would be different. All right, so we've been saying that the Dodgers are going to be fine in the second half of the season. Are they? Because there are some real issues that they need to address. We'll get into that next. Plus, a TV show that I think I want to see is not even going to get made. That's all coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I feel like Ralph Macchio would be the uh, Teddy Roosevelt of that group. Like, you look up there, you're like, okay, yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, sure. George Washington, sure. Thomas Jefferson, why More than Ted Williams. Really? (laughs) Really? Teddy Roosevelt? Really? Okay. I mean, I get Rough Riders and all that, but come on, man. Greatest of our time. By the way. Is he the group then? (laughs) Is he the what? The Ringo at a group. Yeah, maybe. There you go, Punch. That's right. You should have the drumsticks. Um, it's kind of, you know, and I'm, I'm seeing this on Twitter, and I think, Trav, you'll get this as well. The Lonzo piece makes for, let's just say there's definitely a group that says, no, no, no Lonzo Wall. We, we kind of, we've seen that already. Let this guy kind of progress in his own career out of L.A., out of the spotlight, out of his hometown. Then the other side is, I'll read off a tweet here from Haru says, Lonzo can play off the ball when LBJ is on the floor, but once LBJ is off the bench, nobody can throw the ball into the high post to AD. Close your eyes and remember how difficult it was for the rest of the Lakers to simply pass the ball into the post. There are a lot of people that I think are on the camp of bring Lonzo back. And, Trev, does, does it mean anything – if Lonzo Ball came back to the Lakers, does it mean anything this kind of second round where maybe things are not going to – you don't have magic and oppressor sitting there saying, don't break all my records, and you don't have the hype machine that came with LeVar Ball that first time and he's being drafted. Would it mean anything different? I, I don't know if, if, if how much things have changed since then. But I just want to know why you don't want to talk about Teddy Roosevelt. 
I want to know why you so quickly went away from Teddy and wanted to talk about Lonzo. That's what that's what I'm more intrigued by. Because I was comparing De Niro, Robert De Niro, to Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, well, you know, like look, everybody gets something wrong every once in a while. It was your turn yesterday. It'll be my turn tomorrow. That's the way that these – no, look, I get it, and there are, I guess, arguments to be made why he's a better fit coming back. I, 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 I saw it every night, every night, and I know he's gotten better, and I think that this is the piece that people are really having a hard time under, either understanding or wanting to wanting to understand. Making shots when your team is 10 games under 500 and no one gives a damn what happens is not the same thing as LeBron James passed me the ball and I have to make it. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 not even, it's, it's barely even the same sport. That There are people that thrive under that. And Lonzo, and again, he was young, so I, I will carve out the possibility of maybe he has grown into the role. It's a possibility. It's happened before. But I didn't see anything that made me think, you know what, just give that time. I saw that and said, get that out of here as fast as you can. As, and, and, and Magic did him wrong. There's no question about it. The way that Magic set him up was disastrous. That it, Literally, if you were going to say, hey, create a scenario where this will be terrible, it would have been exactly that. Where you have the greatest Laker of all time, arguably, certainly the greatest Laker point guard of all time, draft a guy who already came with enormous expectations – and then say, hey, don't break all my records, and we're going to start clearing space for you up in the rafters. That was a well, terrible play. Well, Magic obviously didn't help the situation, but there was the hype was there. It was Lonzo coming out of UCLA. It was the number two pick in the had draft. No one ever it was seen the him Lakers. Shoot a basketball at UCLA. Had no one ever actually taken the time to see him shoot sidearm when he was a But he wasn't. I mean, by, by the way, the way he was shooting at UCLA was different than the way he was shooting at the Lakers. What I mean by that is. Like you said, it's one thing to do stuff with New Orleans. It's one thing to the Los Angeles Lakers. It's a different story. You know what else he was doing in in uh, at UCLA that he wasn't doing in, in LA or with the Lakers? He was also much more aggressive, getting to the basket, dunking over guys. He wasn't doing any of that. But again, he he'd lost you're in the confidence. NBA. He'd lost mm-hmm. his confidence, and you know, mm-hmm. if anything, in these sport, the thing that matters more than anything is having confidence. And yeah. he didn't have. It. We'll talk more about Lonzo coming. Up. Here's the here's the bad news. I think of the day. Sleep. Okay. I think this is bad news. The Tiger King series that was going to star Nicolas Cage, he was going to play Joe Exotic, got pulled. They're done. It's not going to happen. They were going to do it on Amazon, and it's been squashed. They're, they're not going to do it. And I think that's probably a good idea. I don't think I need to revisit because let, let's go back, right? That You go back to a little bit more than a year ago when everything was shut down, when no one was in it. It's hard to even kind of comprehend how popular – Joe Exotic was, how popular the Tiger King was, how on the tip of our tongue all of those weird things were in the middle of the lockdown. I, uh, I'm kind of finding myself going back to that. So, okay, a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, and I remember everybody was just sitting back talking about, what are you streaming? What are you streaming? Stream this, <laughs> what are you stream watching? that. Yeah, right? What are you watching? Um, and we were all kind of, you know, everybody talk, uh, were ordering in, and you know, everything just kind of changed right in front of us. Tiger King got so much freaking run. Everybody. I remember even like these important interviews, huge things going on, and people would ask, you know, it could be even people in politics, are you watching Tiger King? Where? How far are you in Tiger King? I'm like, what, <laughs> what do you think of Carol Baskin? Did she kill her husband? You, she did, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, but isn't there a Why do I miss that's like that taking name? people out all over the place? Yeah, but what about Carol Baskin? She did it, right? That guy's chopped up in the Everglades somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think here. I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to think down like this. 
what people were doing a year ago and how it just became so normal, right? You know how you were talking about this? We, we, we mentioned this, I know, in our prep. Remember people were just doing Zoom happy hour? Oh, yeah, Wait, I did those. Okay, but, but just think about this for a second. If two years ago I would have told you, you're not going to go sit with somebody. You're going to open up on your computer, and we're going to have a call together, and we're all going to be pouring a drink, having a bourbon or some wine, and we're going to be talking <laughs> our into computers. our computer screen, having a good old time. You'd be like, what the yeah. hell are you doing? Go be, have a social life. Yeah. No, I did not expect the, the, my social life to consist of Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic, and you know what I learned how to do today? I make a mean sourdough bread. That I, 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 I have just, I've got a sourdough starter that is absolutely out of this world. I'll send you the recipe. I'll give you a little of the starter dough, and you can make it too. And by the way, what do you say we get together at 8 and flip on Zoom, and we'll drink <laughs> some wine? It's just bizarre. What did you do today? And to Went me, for a walk and built puzzles again? <laughs> for me, I got addicted to TikTok, where half of my language after the quarantine started was TikTok references. The Travis so, and I as well. Is, <laughs> I bet you I speak more TikTok than you think, Slee. I have uh, an 18-year-old daughter who is TikTok heavy, so I know more about it than you might think, Al. uh, I've I've got some – I've got a little bit of game in that category. You know what you should do? By the way, yesterday you did your your selfie, right? You put up the selfie, and ESPN LA put that out as well. Um, (laughs) Before the weekend, you should do a TikTok video. I should. I support right. that. Do a TikTok video, please. You know what? I I was just I like kidding. That. I was just kidding. But if it sounds you were much more excited about it than I thought you. No, be. I I think they was well, not expecting that. I, I, really, I really have everything that TikTok stars are looking for. That, that mm-hmm. I, I really check every box. I'm mm-hmm. middle aged. I don't really understand what it is, sure. and I have no interest in it. So I think that's but a perfect I, combination of how you succeed. Let me tell you something. Universe. Let me tell you something. There's a way to do things where. It's like, uh, all right, you got those who are doing TikTok and people think it's cool and people think are like, wow, amazing, they get all these views. Then you got others that don't care about it and make fun of it, which it could be cool as well. You see what I mean? Like you fall more into that category. Like you can take something that you're so not trying to be cool that it becomes cool. <laughs> LAS, like LAFC game. I'm going to teach you some dances. <laughs> there you go. And, and we're going to do it. Us and all, all of our guests that goes, are coming with us, we're going to do some dances. We, we there might, goes our I'm listeners. Not, I'm not dancing. I will I will do something else, but uh, I'm definitely not going to I'll think it dance. up. This is my producer brain. I'll think it up. I have a couple of things that I regret from quarantine as well that we'll get into a little bit later on. But we got to get to it next. It's Bunch of Funch. It's Trav and Slee. It's 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. All right, Fudge, before we get to that, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Hit us with the first one, Fudge. Michael Funch is in the house. All right, guys, you know what today is? It's National Tapioca Pudding Day. And if you're hip and cool and yeah, you live in L.A., good. you probably tried a boba tea. 
Have you, you guys know what boba tea is? I do. Okay. Yeah. So it's a boba tea is a milk or fruit drink that comes with these big boba balls at the bottom, and the drinks Blech. are made, the balls are made from tapioca, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, I love going to the milk tea shop and getting a boba, but without the boba. Like I, like, I just like drinking the milk tea. <laughs> yeah. I just love drinking the milk tea. That's it. I hate the consistency. It feels gross in my mouth, those balls or whatever, you know? So... Yes, yeah, laugh along. Relax just, back there. Laugh along. Right. That's, right. That's the hardest I've ever heard fine. Emily laugh yes, in my right. life. Everything so, is fine. So, the, you know, <laughs> let's keep moving here. balls muscle through, are, punch, don't are, stop. are one thing <laughs> that I can't eat, okay? I can't eat this along with tomatoes and, uh, and avocados. Tomatoes. So, Travis, I'll start with you. I know you can take down everything on your plate that's in front of you. <laughs> that's true. But what are some foods that you can't eat? There is, re- there is really only one thing that I refuse to eat, that I will not eat it, and don't send me your texts about, oh, no, have you tried it like this, or no, if you can hide it in that, well, it's now disgusting, you know it's coming. Okay. and I mm-hmm. don't want it. Cauliflower. It is I'm with grotesque. You. It's yeah. sandy. It's gritty. It's flavorless. It's When it does have a flavor, it's a little bitter. I do not want to okay, I got a question for you, Trav. Yeah. Trav, you go to a restaurant, uh-huh. you know they're going to they're gonna find ways to – um, they're going to find ways to try to, uh, They make Brussels sprouts taste good, right? Like, I, I think there's no, ways to make it either, taste but good. I, I, I'll muscle good. through those. I'll eat them. I'll okay, eat but, them. I don't but will like you, them, but I'll eat them. The cauliflower, when they cook them at a restaurant where they're yeah. probably putting butter, oil, whatever, they're still that you can't do? I could do that. No. I, put, put it to you this way. If, if, if there's a, a meal that comes with vegetables on the side, I'll ask, hey, yeah. what, what, what am I getting? And if they say it's, it's broccoli, it's Brussels sprouts, it's carrots, it's beans, great, cool, bring it on. But if I hear the word cauliflower... I will ask, is there any way I can get something other than that? And if they say it all comes together, I'll say, great, and I'll pick around it, and it'll be the last thing left on the plate. I will not eat it. Funches, I don't have many. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, yes, there's a lot of vegetables there. You're like, eh. But not they even can, one, man. Anything, anything you add butter and oil to is going to taste good. Okay. So I, I, I don't like broccoli, but I'll eat broccoli if, if it's cooked oh, yeah. properly. I don't like uh, – I don't like um, – Brussels sprouts, but sometimes you go to these restaurants and they'll 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 put so much things on there that, that it's it's the equivalent of just eating ice cream like it's not healthy at all. It's but they texture. taste good. But the cauliflower has it's like sandy. It has a gritty. It's just awful. By the way, uh, the boba teas. Ugh. Some of these places have lines. There's one not here on Lake in Pasadena. When I say there, if you go like around seven o'clock, you would think it's in and out. I mean, there is a line outside the door yeah, like you've never seen. The lines very are like popular. Out. Yeah. yeah, very popular. So I also have one, and this might be more of a southern thing, but I can't do grits. I cannot oh, I like do those. grits. I can't do oatmeal. I hate anything with that consistency of like mush. There's just nothing there for me. Again, you can add butter, sugar, all this other stuff to grits, but then you're like, you're not. You don't like the grits. You like the sugar and the butter. I like the, uh, the the salt and pepper grits more than the sugary butter ones. Those are better. Those are those are quite good. What's number two, Funch? All right, guys. This might be good for a good question for both of you guys since one of you guys is a baseball guy and the other one's a basketball guy. So one of my favorite followers on Twitter, House of Highlights, was at the All-Star game, and he asked some players, mainly Tatis and Aaron Judge, what's harder, uh, hitting a 100-miles-per-hour fastball or making a half-court shot? So here he goes. Did a poll, what's harder, hitting a 100-mile-per-hour fastball or making a half-court shot? Half-court shot, one, is being harder. Can you explain why that's not true? That's not Thank true. Thank you. Can you explain <laughs> it? Because you got to tell the guys that's who don't watch me. Whoever say that, I want to... I wanna... Them to face a hundred mile power pitcher. <laughs> you don't know if it's going to be at your head, if it's going to be at the knees, or the plane, anywhere. You know, you give me, you give me a couple of bat- buckets of balls, I think I can, I can drain a couple half of shots. 
So, listening to Tatis and Judge's answers, um, what's your harder one, Alan? Bro, are you kidding me? A 100-mile-per-hour fastball? Are you <laughs> kidding me? I go up right now to half court, give me 10 balls. I mean, a few of them are going to hit the rim. One might get lucky and bank in. A 100-mile-per-hour fastball, I'm not even I, – I, I'd be so far off the plate – yeah, I'm not hitting a fastball. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, Al, have you ever made a half-court shot? You go out to the park? Of course. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Have you ever thrown in a half-court shot? I can't recall, but I probably have. I can't Yeah, recall. I mean, when you go to the gym or you go out to the park or whatever, you start jacking up shots further and further back till you're at half-court. We've go all in. made one. Yeah, we've all sure. made one. It's it's not easy, but we've all done it. Have you? Let me ask you this. Yeah. How many people do you think have gotten a hit off of a 75-mile-an-hour fastball? No, very, almost none of it. Almost none of us, right? It's really difficult. 100? Yeah, I think seventy. I think seventy-five or eighty would have been the right <laughs> way to put they go it at for the batting like cages. A, How fast do they usually go at the batting cages? Sixty something, seventy really? something. Yeah. Okay. What's the slowest they go? Maybe forty. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it, that, that's a no-brainer. I'll that's foul a no- off a forty mile per hour. The, I can't question, catch up. What's more difficult to hit a hundred mile an hour fastball or go over the middle of an NFL game and catch a ball that's a little bit thrown a little bit too high? Yeah, that's that's, 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 the a, that's a better question. Yeah, that's the. I think and uh, Funch, I think I found the food. Spam. Can't oh, no. Spam. Spam's no, good. No, 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 no. no. can't ah. do spam. Have you, okay. Really screaming hot In pan. Hawaii, in Hawaii, I know that's a big thing, so they have a way of preparing it. But out here, it's like, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to grab that off, uh, dice off it, an aisle. Dice it up. I'm not saying uh-huh. it's the top choice, but I'm saying if that's what you have, dice it up in the little cubes, a screaming hot pan with a little soy sauce, yeah. and it gets crispy. It's so good. Okay, it makes it sound so like we're good. eating uh, filet mignon Ooh. or oh, something. Yep. Funch gets it. Funch gets it. Yes, I do. Next one. So I don't know if if, uh, if you guys still want to do food deliveries to your house once I tell you this story Uh-oh. on BroBible.com about a woman named Caitlin. Now, Caitlin ordered a Taco Bell from DoorDash, and when she got her order, she noticed everything was there except for her Doritos Locos Tacos. You know what those are? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, okay. So... She then went back to the photo, and I guess when you get DoorDash, the the driver sends you a photo of your food on the doorsteps, right? So she found their, her Doritos Locos tacos missing, but also the photo of the picture of the of the person that took yep. the photo, or whatever. They had Dorito shake on their fingers when they when they took the picture of the of their food. Like you're talking about the dust? Like the dust, the Doritos <laughs> dust. You know what I mean? The Doritos shake, you know? Bro. Her, her, her hands were covered in Doritos shake, basically. Oh. Okay. So basically, uh, uh, Caitlin yeah. got the refund. The driver got fired by DoorDash. <laughs> now, I ask you, Mr. Foodie Travis, what is your feelings on food deliveries to your house after hearing this story? I, I, I'm just assuming that's one bad employee. I understand that there's a risk involved with some of this stuff, but... And look, if I can get something delivered to my door at 11 o'clock at night, I'm doing it. I, I don't have to get in the car. I don't have to go anywhere. This does not deter me. I've gotten things in my food, and it's, I still eat, so I'm good. You know what I'm this is? In. Trav, you know what this is? If you go on Twitter or, you know, they've even had shows on this, like, stupid criminals, right, yeah. that, like, do America's things. criminals. Exactly. They do things where you're like, okay, you got to think this through a little bit more. You idiot. If you're taking the taco and it's the Doritos Loco Taco, can you do me a favor? Lick your fingers after you're done eating it so that the evidence is not right, right there that you ate it. Just shake it off, right? 
Jeez. Or how about this? How about just take it, deliver, and then once you get in your car, go enjoy your taco. I mean, that, that sounds more okay. not a DoorDash I, I, problem, not a food delivery problem, as somebody who's just not a smart individual committing a crime. You had me right up until that last thing. Once they go to the restaurant and pick up the bag of food, and that bag of food is sitting right next to you in your car, you're not going to not eat a taco. It's impossible. Once it's Travis, car, you know, you, gotta, you don't fries, work for DoorDash. Fry. Exactly. You don't work for DoorDash. <laughs> Well, even if I did. <laughs> this guy, would you be a food delivery guy and you're taking an egg roll here and you're taking know. a taco here? I don't know what happened to half those fries. I don't know. They say the egg rolls had an order. They're supposed to four in an order. There's two and a half here. I, I don't know. They must have screwed up at the round. I don't know. They got a 20-piece chicken McNugget. <laughs> There's 16 left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Dodgers getting ready to open up the second half of their season. They got some problems, and they've got a really interesting schedule coming up. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Harris Resort SoCal. Um, I said it here over the last couple of months. We appreciate their partnership. I want to give out the website. Visit HarrisSoCal.com. You can start planning your trip just by going to the website. Pack your victory dance. Go all in on fun at Harris Resort SoCal. Make a splash in Funner California's trifecta pools. Dance with Lady Luck at one of 50 table games or 1,600 slots or tee up the fun in SoCal's first Top Golf swing suite. Great amenities here. I want to read off a couple here. I, I did mention from a pool perspective, voted one of 10 best resort pools in America by USA Today. If you're a big beer fan, Rincon Reservation Road Brewery is the first tribally owned brewery in Southern California, and it's uh, conveniently located right there at Harris Resort SoCal. From dining to unwinding, scoring a good time is as easy as picking up a room key. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting HarrisSoCal.com.